Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hi, it's Joe, the Connection Counselor, and welcome back to Stress Week, Season 16. We're talking about stress, and today we're going to talk about the alarm uh, that our stress sort of serves a role as. And again, um, a lot of this great content uh, was shared originally by Hijacked by Your Brain by Dr. Julian Ford and John Wartman. Now, if you live in a densely packed neighborhood, like, you know, where there are apartment buildings or the houses are close together, like in our neighborhood, or if you remember the time where, you know, you used to go to the office and there were a whole bunch of cars either on the street or in your company's parking lot, most of us have the experience of someone's car alarm going off, right? Beep, beep, beep. And everyone's like, oh, God, someone tell that person to turn the car alarm off. And chick, chick. maybe they turn it off right away or I don't know, maybe they're somewhere else and they don't hear it. And that car alarm just continues to go off until, I don't know, the battery runs off or the person finally comes and turns it off. Now, let's stop for a moment and think about what is the role of a car alarm like that or even your house alarm? What is the alarm for? Right? Why is it going off? And as you've probably experienced, sometimes it goes off and it didn't really need to go off in the sense that like no one was breaking into the car or the house, but something triggered the alarm, right? So stress is kind of the same way. It's, it's going off to alert you to a potential problem. So this is an important concept here. Stress in and of itself, that alarm, is not the problem, right? It's a mode to indicate the problem or that our body's threshold for dealing with a certain problem has been surpassed. And this is so, so key. Now, of course, stress in and of itself can become a problem, chronic stress, and we'll talk more about that um, later in these episodes. But right now, let's just talk about like that initial alarm going off. Um, it's not the problem itself, right? If a thief is breaking into your car, the thief is the problem, not the alarm going off. Although for those of us who have to listen to the alarm, maybe we feel like the, uh, the, the alarm is also a problem. But anyways, how do you respond to a car alarm. Let's say it's your car alarm that's going off. You have a special tone that you customize, so you know it's your car alarm. How do you respond to it? And there's, you know, no right or wrong way, um, but there's different things you can do, right? Do you ignore it and just let it ring? Do you mute it? And when you click the button to mute it, do you check on the car before you mute it, or do you just assume there's nothing wrong? and mute it, or just so busy that you don't even care if something's wrong, you just mute it. Now again, the purpose of the alarm is to get your attention. And why does your alarm want your attention? Why is your body telling you this? It's so you can check on what's going on. Something has triggered the alarm in your body, and it wants you to check on what's going on to confirm whether or not it's a real problem or not and to do something about it if it is. So um, to use a more concrete example, did a Frisbee or a baseball hit your car and trigger the alarm? 
or is someone actually in your car trying to steal it and drive away with it uh, at this moment, which I hope is not the case. Now, a key point here, when we pay proper attention to an alarm, further damage can be avoided. And that's equally as true for material objects like a car or house as it is for um, our mental and physical and spiritual well-being, right? When we ignore an alarm, right, and, and let's think about the car for a second, what happens? The alarm is designed to continue to ring and sometimes even escalate and get louder and louder because it knows no one has paid attention to it. And our bodies work that way too. Sometimes we ignore an alarm or sort of um, gloss over it with distractions or, you know, um, you know, different pursuits to try to put it out of our mind. Well, our bodies are designed to say, hey, you haven't dealt with the alarm. So the alarm gets louder or more forceful because we haven't even checked on the alarm and dealt with it. So we're going to talk a little bit more about those concepts and how you can deal with it effectively versus ways that may be less effective and can actually contribute uh, you know, more damage than the actual alarm going off itself. Because again, the alarm uh, is, is not the problem. It's what's triggering uh, the alarm is what needs to be investigated. So today, I want you to ask yourself, what are the different ways you respond to stress? and which are helpful and which are not. And would it help if you had more intentional control, including shaping your automatic responses over how you behaved under stress, right? So when that alarm goes off, are you just a victim to autopilot or do you actually have some control over how you're going to be responding? So we're going to talk a little bit more uh, in the next few episodes about how to deal with these with this sort of stress or alarms in a healthy manner. And we'll explore what Dr. Julian Ford and John Wartman have to say about that. Thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode brought to you by our sponsor. The truth is, it's not easy coming up with content for a daily podcast like Executive Presence Morsels. One way I keep things fresh is by constantly learning from others. An easy and convenient way to do this is through audiobooks, and the Rolls-Royce of audiobooks is Audible. Today, our listeners can try a free 30-day trial of Audible Premium Plus, which gives you credits for up to two premium titles of your choosing, access to the Audible Plus catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible Originals. It's a buffet and no credits needed. And a friendly email reminder before your trial ends. Go to www.connectioncounselor.com slash bookme to sign up. And while you're there, check out my latest book reviews. Thank you for supporting our show.
Welcome back to Season 16 and Stress Week. Again, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. And today I am super excited to share something with you about stress that I learned. Oh, man, I wish I had known this earlier in my stress-filled life. Um, and it's, it's I affectionately call it uh, the magic bullet um, for stress. And again, um, this content, uh, a lot of it's informed by a great book that I read, Hijacked by Your Brain, by Dr. Julian Ford and John Ortman. So we talked a little bit about how stress is the alarm. It's not the actual problem itself. And the alarm is wants you to check in on what triggered it, right? That's, that's how alarms operate. And the stress alarm in our body is, you know, not different in that sense than uh, the alarm in our house uh, or a car alarm, which I think most folks would be familiar with. Now, number one concept is you. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty executive presence morsel.